What is going on everyone and welcome back to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness and Health and Fitness Facts. Today we're going to be looking at matcha powder. What is matcha powder? Well it's like green tea, it comes from the same plant, however it's grown differently and has a unique nutrient profile. So that's our focus for this one, but before we start, a massive thank you to our sponsors, Shape a Building Shape Scale. It's a 3D body scanning scale that will take your body measurements and show you your data, as well as a 3D photorealistic avatar of your body so you can track your fitness progress much more effectively. So if this sounds of interest to you, then check it out at shapescale.com. But now, let's get into it. So matcha powder. So farmers grow matcha by covering their tea plants 20 to 30 days before harvest to avoid direct sunlight. This then increases chlorophyll production, boosts the amino acid content and gives the plant a darker green hue. In the past few years, matcha, as you've probably seen everywhere, has grown in popularity. You can get matcha lattes and ice cream and on pancakes and so on. And what it literally means is uh, matcha is powdered tea. The leaves are hand-selected, they're steamed briefly to stop fermentation, they're dried and then aged in cold storage and this is deepening the flavour and then the dried leaves are stone ground into a fine powder. But why is there the hype around matcha? So matcha is commonly referred to as a mood and brain food with previous research demonstrating that the three constituents present in matcha tea, that being L-theanine, EGCG and caffeine, affect mood and cognitive performance. L-theanine has been shown to potentially increase the alpha waves in your brain and these waves are linked to mental relaxation and also helping to fight stress signals. It's also been shown to increase the number of feel-good chemicals in your brain which has been shown to improve your overall mood, your memory and your concentration. Another difference between green tea and matcha is that the whole leaves are ingested so it's a more potent source of nutrients than steeped green tea. And some sources cite that one serving of matcha tea is the nutritional equivalent of 10 cups of regular brewed green tea, with matcha tea containing up to 137 times more antioxidants. For more information on antioxidants, do remember to look back through our previous episodes as we've covered this in depth, but the antioxidants in matcha are called polyphenols and they've been linked to protection against heart disease and also helping to reduce your blood pressure. Again, because of the the fact you're consuming the whole leaves and matcha, you also get up to three times the amount of caffeine in a cup of steep tea. About the amount you'd get in a cup of brewed coffee. And matcha warriors out there who are massive proponents of the product would claim that you don't get a caffeine buzz like from coffee, because some people don't like that, but an alert calm due to the L-theanine present, which can induce uh, feelings of relaxation without the drowsiness. Again, obviously caffeine has its own benefits and pitfalls. We won't really touch on this too much. But what I will say is that the impact of caffeine and weight loss has regularly been examined and obviously there's several studies suggesting that caffeine can help boost the metabolic rate and increase uh, fat burning. So there's potentially the the benefits of that in matcha tea as well. We've seen for what seems forever that marketers have been pushing green tea products as a weight loss tool, whether that be just literally drinking green tea or as a supplement in pills, for example. And there's been a number of studies that have linked green tea to 
fat loss. However, there are of course opposing studies which have shown no such link. But the studies supporting green tea's fat burning effects state that the active ingredients can boost the effects of some fat burning hormones such as norepinephrine or noradrenaline and the main antioxidant in tea, EGCG, which I said matcha has as well, can help inhibit an enzyme that breaks down the hormone norepinephrine so that when this enzyme is inhibited, the amount of norepinephrine or noradrenaline increases promoting fat breakdown. And as I said at the start, matcha green tea has a similar nutritional profile, yet it contains significantly higher levels of things like EGCG than regular green tea. And this has been shown to have the highest biological activity among green tea catechins. And again, if you remember from previous episodes, catechins are a type of disease-fighting flavonoid and antioxidant. So as matcha is so high in this EGCG, it's interesting to look at studies following its influence on fat loss as well because obviously green tea has been looked at in big depth as well. So this space needs to be further developed and some of the results are inconsistent but a 2005 study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition looked at individuals that drank catechin rich teas such as matcha and those who drank rich green tea that didn't have as much catechin is in and the people drinking teas such as matcha dropped almost twice as much weight in 12 weeks as participants who didn't. Additional human studies have collectively also found that taking 100 to 460 milligrams of EGCG together with 80 to 300 milligrams of caffeine for at least 12 weeks is linked to significant weight loss and reduction of body fat. What is interesting to note from this is that many studies cite that the fat burning effects of things like your matcha green tea are highly synergistic and almost dependent on not consuming caffeine habitually, so all the time. EGCG has also been studied extensively and it's been shown to help fight inflammation in your body, help maintain healthy arteries, and promote cell repair. So because matcha contains greater levels of antioxidants such as EGCG, it appears to be the superior tea because it gets you get all the benefits of green tea and more. But it's important to keep in mind, obviously, that when it comes to weight loss, it's a very small piece of the puzzle. And I do want to stress that you should not be over-consuming matcha teas or even green teas. Try to make sure you're not having more than two cups a day, really. So that concludes today's brief episode on matcha tea so now you can understand what is being ordered next time you hear someone order a matcha latte in a hipster cafe for example but that's that's all for now uh, we really hope you enjoyed and, and learned something new but we'll catch you real soon <laughs>